Hello, hello, and welcome back to Battlefield by Jessica Trout. And um, it's been a few. Um, I just want everybody to know my Bluetooth is not working because I can't get to connect to my phone. So this is going to be me holding my phone. And my son is going to be accompanying me a little bit because you'll hear him in the background. But um, Battlefield, right? Battlefield meaning life. Life is a battlefield. We get up, put our armor on every day, and we get out there and we go to battle, right? Whether it's good, sad, bad, happy, angry, all that. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about um, the book I read. Um, it's called The Four Agreements. It's a wisdom book, and it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. And he wrote about how to help change your life, like turn your perspective around. If you make these new positive agreements, because right now everybody lives on an unbalanced scale, meaning you could have some positives, but you have mostly negative agreements. Okay, but first we're going to talk about like domestication. For those of you who don't know what domestication means, it means how we pretty much grew up, like pretty much how we're tamed, what we what we were, you know, meant to believe from our parents, or how we looked at discipline, how we how our parents taught us what was right and what was wrong. Okay, so pretty much. If you grew up negatively most of the time, you always had these agreements with yourself that that was it. Like example, let's say a girl who grew up with her mother always telling her she was stupid. Okay, so she made that negative agreement with herself of now she always thought she was stupid. So she would always not try in class or she would always fail. And then every time she'd fail, she would think of her mother calling her stupid. Okay, so but if that girl grew up having all this praise that she was smart, she was doing great, and she was on the honor roll. You know, she would always do her best at things. So that's domestication. Um, the first one we're going to talk about is, the first agreement is, be impeccable with your word. Meaning, speak with integrity. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. Use the power of your own word, of your word in the direction of truth and love. So pretty much what it's saying is that, if you're going to speak, speak truthfully with your heart. Do not self-abuse yourself by calling yourself stupid or I'm not going to make it because of this or I'm not going to make it because someone said said so, okay? And, you know, usually that is the first, that is the poison that everybody injects not only to themselves but to other people. The only reason somebody will inject po poison to you, like if they call you stupid, it's because they're the ones that's something wrong with their life. Second agreement. Don't take anything personally. This is really hard for us humans to do because when somebody looks at our direction, like let's say they're just glaring at our direction. For, for all we know, they can be looking at something else. But we always think it's us. We're like, quit glaring at me. Do you have a problem? That's, that's taking it personally. Um, this says nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opin opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. So another example, I went to school, uh, with two girls who were about a year or two younger than me, but for some reason they thought they could bully other people my age or higher. Um, they went through a foster care system and they never knew their parents. So they always projected their anger 
and sadness by bullying people, which isn't the right thing to do. Um, these girls would threaten everybody. They would be like, you know what? I'm going to kick your ass, yada, yada, motherfucker. You know, call you everything in the book. And all you had to do was walk past them. And they would look at you and start saying shit like that. Here's the deal. You need to make yourself immune. You need to build up an agreement of to yourself that if you become immune or if I become immune... I will be able to shrug it off like nothing. And guess what? If you do, then they will see, hey, it's not affecting this person. And guess what? It will slow down. Is it hard? Yes. It will always be hard. But you got to tell yourself what they do, what they say to you to make you try to feel bad isn't because of you. It's because they are pissed off about their own life and their perspective their perspective on life. The thing is they probably have never had good coaching in their lives, never had good parents to coach them. So whatever's happening to them, maybe you can imprint on them by ignoring it or, you know, making the agreement of, you know what, not going to take it personally or just smile at them and say, have a good day. Um, I hope everything is good. And maybe you might imprint something on them. I know it's hard. I know because we always feel the anger crawl up inside of us because we want to fight back as humans we want to fight back that's our first that's our first instinct and also autopilot is we want to fight back all the time but we gotta learn not to, to fight back in other ways that make them think oh i'm doing this i'm doing something that's not hurting them i'm just hurting myself more you know so trying to take things personally. And I know I've had to learn that through the years because I've always been the person. I'm not I'm not going to lie. I've always been the person. That I take things personally. I always did. And I always fought back with something that I didn't really need to fight back about. So I luckily I was able to turn it around before it got to a very bad point. Next one, the third agreement is don't make assumptions. Because making assumptions, as humans always do, you know, brings you... The poison makes the poison spread even more. So find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want. Communicate with others as cl clearly as you can to avoid m misunderstandings, sadness, and drama as well. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. So again, with the glaring, you're assuming they're glaring at you when they could be glaring at someone else. Therefore, you... You make you make that assumption, and then all of a sudden, then they're they're seeing that you're making the assumption, therefore spraying the poison, and they want to throw the poison back at you. So, not only are you taking that glare personally, but you're also assuming that it was because of you. Um, you know, so you to so pretty much like in the workplace, you assume that your boss hates you, so that's why you always get the short end of the stick. No, I'm pretty sure it's don't always assume that. You need to assume that maybe because your boss thinks you're a hard worker and that your boss knows you're going to get shit done. Not because they hate you, they, because they know you're going to get shit done. And a lot of people in the workplace always think, well, I always get this shit and nobody else because my boss hates me. No, it's because your boss knows you're going to get it done. And if they do do stuff like that for some reason, if they do think because you deserve it for some reasons, because they got something personal going on in their life, maybe a divorce, Maybe because they go home alone every night. Uh, maybe because they don't, you know, they're a drinker maybe. You never know. All you can really do is you try to encourage yourself to express why you feel the way you do. Excuse me, that was vibration from my phone. And, um, 
you know, try to communicate, especially with your workmates and say, hey, you know, or maybe go to your boss and say, hey, you know, I'm glad you gave me this work that you want me to do. Um, is there anything else you want me to do with it besides this? Or, you know, try to think positive. And maybe your boss will be like, oh my gosh, you know, they're on point. Or if they are doing it because they spite whatever, maybe they'll rethink themselves. But try even no matter how much anger you have and how much is building, do not let it loose. The only because when you let it loose, you let yourself become vulnerable and you let other people be like, hmm, you know what? This person loves making assumptions. This person is taking it personally. Let's attack them more. So the only way you're going to help yourself not be attacked more is that, yes, it may take a bit, but you're going to make people realize it and they're going to be like, all right, I'm going to stop messing with this fucking person. The last agreement, the fourth agreement is always do your best. We were always told this when we were kids. When we started being able to think for ourselves, our parents or our caregivers, our partners, and crying like our friends and stuff always told us always do our best the thing is we never really took that to heart as kids we might have taken that to heart but as we got older we never took it to heart because when we were told try our best well then we got obviously you know attacked when it came to teachers maybe or other people in the family um and we took it personally and we t- we made the assumption of it all and then therefore then we started to kind of go downhill with our intellectual being so your best is going to change from moment to moment it will be different when you are healthy as opposed to being sick like let's physically say like that's physically and emotionally um but let's go f- the physical concept like Let's say you got cancer. And I know that's probably not the best thing to imagine, but we're going to go a little higher on the scale. You got cancer. Your best is always going to be the moment to moment. So you have cancer, right? You're you're getting your chemo and you're sitting there in your chair. And all you can think about is the most positive things. Like you're trying your best to stay strong. You're trying the best not to puke from the nauseation of the cancer medicine. You're also trying your best not to um, encourage... You know, um, what do I want to say? Entice the situation by looking at other people who are snickering, laughing at you because you lost your hair. Okay. So you're, you're, you're doing your best. And here's the thing by doing your best, by ignoring everything and not making assumptions or taking it personally, it's going to make you feel better. Yes. It sucks that people eye you. Yes. It sucks. You look like your male nutrition. So people are going to think the worst of you. Like they're going to think, Oh, she's just trying to get attention, blah, blah, blah. But guess what? The more you ignore it and not make assumptions or take it personally, the, the more you're going to be able to hold your head up high and you're going to be able to, you know, resubmit yourself into society with, Hey, I am a person who is strong enough to get through the crowd of people who have been who are either struggling through shit or they have struggled and they do not know how to proceed themselves. Let me finish the rest of this sentence. Under any circumstance, simply do your best and you will avoid self-judgment, self-abuse and regret. Because if we do not have these four agreements and if you take everything personally, make assumptions or if you're impeccable if you're not impeccable with your word, then you're gonna not you're not only gonna spread the poison to someone else, but you are gonna self abuse yourself. And humans every day, I think we self abuse ourselves more than we give ourselves credit for because you know, we think, oh crap, you know what? I I didn't do this, so I feel like shit. Um, you know what? Oh well, because guess what? You're gonna wake up the next day breathing. You're gonna 
sit up and you're going to thank yourself for being alive. And guess what? You're going to do that thing you didn't do yesterday because you have many more years to come ahead of you. If you change your mind and meet these and you make these four agreements with yourself, especially if you make small goals leading up to a big goal, you're going to be able to take it and you're say, Hey, I made it this far cross off my list. Now it's time to you know, and that goal, make a new goal. And then when I end that goal and guess what, as you go, you're going to be, you're going to be at your goal, your main goal. And you're not going to realize that you went, got there until you take a breath and look around you go, Oh my gosh, there's nothing else more to do except be happy about what I have. And you know, maybe start those tiny goals again, not the same ones, maybe different ones. Like for example, a person who has only taken English during high school and a little bit in college, writes a book through college as she's trying to take her medical assisting because she's bored. It's It was supposed to be a short story, but it turned into a, a huge book, okay? All right, so start setting goals. Reading over it, editing yourself because you're scared about finding an actual, you know, publisher... Um, because that would be too big of a step, right? Go through it, edit, print out the first manuscript on your own while you're having a job, buying all this ink and paper yourself, which is great. But again, while budgeting, which is another side goal and it goes great, right? Okay. So that's one goal off a a couple goals off the list and it went great. Right. But yeah, but there were some frustrations here and there, which all humans get. Okay. Just because there's a frustration, a lot of people think because there is a frustration, frustration, they think they have to give up right away. No, we're always, no, we're always going to hit a boulder in the road. It's just, it's just that we decide how we move around it or how we get through it. Okay. So, you know, she prints out her first manuscript. Okay. She's looking on the computer through all these publishers and she's scared to death. She feels, she feels like, oh, this is scary because she's afraid her book won't be good enough. It won't become popular or it just won't get published at all. And know you'll be able to read it. Okay. But she finds one, reads about it, you know, and considers, oh my gosh, this publisher looks good, but I'm really scared to push a submit button. Already uploaded her manuscript anyway, but has her finger on the but submit button and cannot push it until she talks to a couple of her family members that support her 100%. Okay. And she's trying not to assume the worst. But yet, at the same time, she kind of is. But at the same time, she's sitting there wanting to push the submit button. Guess what? She pushed off assuming and she hit that submit button. And guess what? Within two weeks of an editor reading it, said, oh my gosh, it had me at the end of my seat. We want to publish your book. Boom, her book's out there. Is she is she famous? And do people know her for it? Well, not strangers probably, but a lot of people who were close to who are close to her and her family are like, "Oh my gosh, you know what? This is so great. You're you're pretty much a published author." And that's great. See, those many goals, even even the even the negativity that had to be pushed off from for those goals to happen came a whole big goal that was finished. And and then guess what? She just finished her second book and is now, ever since the COVID, is looking for self-publishing. Guess who that girl was? That girl is me. I finished my first book in college before I was 25. I finished my second one while having a two-year-old in the house and my husband working. Me, also a pure romance consultant on the side. I finished my second book and I am so glad to be able to look for self-publishing Um 
company. Sorry, I had to swallow a little bit. My my mouth dry. And I am so happy to be taking the journey of becoming a better writer and a better writer because as I read books, really sophisticated, intellectual um, books, as you can say, like Stephen King, because he is a very, very, very high on the scale, grammar-wise, writer. And guess what? If it wasn't for him and reading his books and, of course, J.K. Rowling, reading Harry Potter and stuff, I would not be able to become the good writer because sometimes it doesn't just take English classes to become a good writer. It takes you reading certain books and, like, certain genres to realize what writing is and how to write. It doesn't always have to be an English, intellectual English class or it doesn't always have to be a writing class. You know, to me, you're just killing yourself to become something that you you love and it's just putting more stress on you but I have been able to put these goals in I mean actively into place but you have to do it I can't do it for you all I can do is tell you about what I've learned and of course about this book if you want to get it it's called the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz and it is so helpful especially getting your perspective in line, especially being able to help you better with life. I mean, the two big ones for me were don't take things personally and don't assume. Those were the biggest ones for me because I suffered a lot about taking things personally and assuming a lot of things from, you know, and I self-abused myself a lot. The thing is when I took over doing pure romance, I run my business how I want to, but I also had to not take things personally. If people had advice for me or if they had criticism for me because they were only trying to help me get better, not make me feel worse. So guess what? If it wasn't for my team, this book also practicing, meaning putting those goal, putting it into those agreements into initiative, meaning taking action. I don't think I would be here right now. I would be feeling sorry for myself. And what good does that do you feeling sorry for yourself? Nothing. It makes you feel like shit. It makes you want to lay in bed all day. And honestly, that shit needs to stop right here, right now. Okay. I'm trying not to tell you what to do because I know I can't control people, their emotions, but all you can, all I can encourage you to do is try, listen to this and try and be able to be like, Oh my gosh, you know what? I have a small goal, but I want to actually do it and see where that takes me. Great. Guess what? It's also all about risks, but also taking those risks cautiously. Sometimes if we take risks cautiously, we are able to slowly get there. And little by little, guess what? Boom, the goal is finished. And guess what? You realize, oh my gosh, I did that. I did that with the support and help, especially even if you have people in a group that support you, like women or all men or, or co-ed or uh, life coaches or therapists, please, do take the support and take it kindly. Even if they have criticism, please take it. Don't take it to heart to say, okay. And sometimes even writing down things, pros and cons really helps. Let me tell you something. It took me so long to realize a lot of things. Does it suck that way? Yes. Because I am almost now 28 years old, but guess what? I was able to accomplish a lot before I was 25. I mean, I waited a year to go to college because I needed a rest from school. Um, but I went to Southeast community college and I was, I was doing gen ed classes cause I had to get those done while I was picking what I wanted to do. I did have a fallout because I was scared to do one thing, one major. So I decided just to stick with medical assisting. Fine. I actually learned a lot through medical assisting. I made the goal. I got some a certified behind. I 
have something behind my name, a certification. I had my CNA before I graduated high school, actually. And I was a CNA for almost 10 years. And then I went to college and then I, you know, I worked during college. Those small goals led up to where I am now. And it may not be in the medical field or it may not be a CNA any longer, but I am home with my child. I'm the best mom I can be. I am married to my junior high sweetheart who, yes, we fell out, but then we got back together. Of course, I feel because we had to learn to grow up without each other, to be better for each other. And now I'm running a successful business because I am getting to help women with their sexual health. And that doesn't mean just sex, but also to help them feel independent, beautiful, and, you know, feel good about themselves. I have learned so much along the way and it has helped me be really happy. Do I have my days? Yes. Am I perfect? No. Do I want to be perfect? No. I want to be a misfit in a world on fire. And you have heard me say that so many fucking times. It's probably starting to make your ears bleed. But guess what? It's true because no one is perfect. There's no such thing as perfection. OCD people might think so, but guess what? There's always going to be something out of place that they're going to notice. There's always going to be something that is not clean or right. And you know what? It's always going to happen every day of their lives. How they live, I do not know, but I'm willing to help those people as well if they need me to help them. Because sometimes I can't think unless I have a little bit of here and there on the floor. I have a two-year-old that throws everything. And guess what? It feels like home when there's toys all over the place. If, if there wasn't toys all over the place, it would feel like, it would feel really strict and really not unified. So to me, Having these agreements and being able to put them into action is the best thing ever. Now, you can start small. You can either pick one agreement and go with that for a while and then do the other agreement until you feel like all four agreements have made you feel complete. All right? Again, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just here to encourage you. I'm here to to tell you, look at what it has made me. Now see what it can make you. Make yourself. You know, people who are on drugs... Make yourself better than what you really are. You know, get off your drugs. Yes, it's going to be a process, but you can do it. People who are alcoholics. Yes, that drink feels good, but think of other things that also make you feel good. You know, put it into action. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate all my listeners because guess what? Without you, (laughs) my heart wouldn't be fulfilled. I love helping people. You listening makes me feel fulfilled and I hope you're really putting everything into action. I really do. And I hope that even if if it's the smallest things like hmm, getting up, having coffee and walking your dog for 10 blocks, that's a goal. That's a goal. Remember, even getting up from bed and taking a breath is saying, hey, I'm alive. I'm here. And guess what? I'm going to get out of bed and I'm going to brush my hair today. Woo! All right. Well, you guys have a good day. I really hope this helped. Um, again, I'm sorry. It's been a while. Everything has been happening at once, but it's been good. Yes, I've had my days, but I've gotten through it like Donkey Kong gets through the barrels in the game, whatever. I, I It's been a while since I've seen Don- or played Donkey Kong, so <laughs> forgive me for I have sinned. Um, yes, you work at, work at women, and then you work at... I mean, sometimes it takes to put your pride to the side, but guess what? Sometimes we can put your pride to the side, you're going to feel better, and then your pride can come back into play. All right. I will talk to you guys later. Woo! Battlefield!